Hello everyone, hope your day's going well. Today is September 26th and we're going to be covering um, the passage of scripture we looked at in our midweek class um, last week, which was September 20th on Wednesday night. Uh, we took a look at the passage, finished up chapter 10 of 2 Corinthians. Um, so it'll be 2 Corinthians chapter 10 verses 13 through 18. If you'd like to take a second, press pause on your, your phone or, or your, your player there. Um, and read that. That would be great. I'm um, not going to take us very long today. There's not a whole lot to talk about here, um, but take a look at that, read it, and, um, and then we'll talk about a couple things. Okay, hopefully you had the chance to read um, the conclusion of 2 Corinthians 10 there. And basically what we're going to take a look at is we get a little bit more insight once again to uh, Paul's opponents um, there in Corinth. And keep in mind, we talked about this last week, um, Paul's opponents were not people from Corinth. They were actually outsiders who came in and were, were stirring things up. Um, Specifically, they came in attacking uh, the apostleship of Paul. Um, they were from Jerusalem. Um, they brought with them letters of, of commendation. We would almost call them reference letters, but they went way beyond the authority that they had been given by um, the leaders of the church in Jerusalem. Um, we know that very well because Paul uh, worked very well in ministry and was a partner in ministry with, uh, with the main elder in the church in Jerusalem, who was James, um, the author of our book of James in our Bibles, who's also the, happened to be the half-brother of Jesus. Um, so specifically, um, those are the opponents. Now keep in mind, Paul is, is very angry with these opponents who are disrupting um, the ministry foundation that he had laid there. Uh, and he's disappointed in the church for not standing up for him. Um, Paul was not thin-skinned. That's not Paul. But here's the problem. Um, Paul was a minister of the gospel. And an attack on him was an attack on the message that he brought. So, um, as you look through, we, we get uh, some, in the Greek, actually, uh, a lot of synonyms here that were, for good reason, translated a little bit differently into the English because we get a lot of terms in this verses 13 through 18 of, of something used to measure something, um, of sphere, um, sphere meaning somebody's um, area of service, their area of influence. And um, these, these terms get thrown around quite a bit. That is Paul actually kind of making light of his opponents who their measure for their success in ministry was just measuring themselves by themselves. Uh, it, 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 was, it was foolish. It, it did not work. Um, Paul's measure for ministry was always based upon Christ and based upon the specific very specific um, job that Paul had been given by Christ himself. So what was that job? What was Paul's sphere given to him by Christ? We talked about that in class last week. I asked the class and it was very clear. He's an apostle to the Gentiles. That's why he's in Corinth, which was a Gentile um, city, and why he planted the church there. Um, Paul, Paul is basically just saying, I'm in my sphere when I'm there in Corinth. These guys are not. Maybe you've heard this, this statement before, this phrase, stay in your own lane. Um, 
Paul was basically telling the opposition, get, get outside of, of my lane. Um, you're not supposed to be there. Um, it was his opponents who were working there. Here's the thing. Paul viewed ministry, and this is very clear in his first letter that we have recorded in our Bible, uh, written to Corinth, First uh, Corinthians 3.10, that Paul sees himself as someone who lays a foundation, and that foundation is Christ. Um, now, he was not somebody who wanted to build on somebody else's foundation. That's why when he went, finally got to Rome, actually as a prisoner, he wasn't going there to build there. He wasn't going there to teach. These people already been presented the gospel. They already knew it. Um, he basically was just going to encourage them and use them as a platform to go further into places where the gospel had not been preached because that was Paul's goal, to go to places where, where the foundation of, of the gospel of Jesus Christ who lived, who died, who was buried and rose again, to lay that foundation where it had not been laid. That is very much Paul's view of ministry. Um, did, did Here's a good question. Um, this is to kind of speak to the, to the point that Paul is not thin-skinned. Paul did not have, take issue with others building on his foundation at all. As a matter of fact, we find out in, his, in 1 Corinthians that, that the Apostle Peter had been to, um, had been to Corinth and preached. Um, uh, Apollos had been to Corinth and preached as well. Um, and he had no problem with them coming and encouraging and, and preaching and teaching the church. They didn't lay the foundation. Paul had laid that foundation in Corinth, but they were building on that foundation, and he had no issue with that at all. What he took issue was with others coming in and tearing down the foundation or tr attempting to that he had built. Um, remember, Paul wasn't alone. It's why he uses these words, we, the foundation we laid. Um the first ones to come to, remember, Paul had Silas and Timothy. They, he, he got to Corinth, and it was just a short time later when they arrived um, to continue to help him preaching the gospel there. But Paul also met a husband-wife team by the name of Priscilla and Aquila, um, who who were also preachers of the gospel from Rome. And um, so, so it wasn't like Paul laid this foundation all by himself. There were others who laid this foundation as well. Um, from there, but just basically, um, Paul just he just kind of lines it out again, saying that that um, these opponents are not using the right criteria when they are doing measuring of themselves. That measuring needs to be um, based upon Christ, um, not based upon their uh, quote unquote success in ministry. Okay, so um, anyway, so basically what Paul's getting as he wraps this up in this chapter is he's talking about boasting, and he makes it very, very clear. He uses a, a passage right out of Jeremiah, the prophet Jeremiah of the Old Testament, Jeremiah 9. It's not the only place that Paul will use this reference of if you're going to boast, you boast in the Lord. Um, that is something that was very important to Paul, and quite honestly did not seem to be that important to his opponents in Corinth, because they were very high on themselves um, when it came to their their teaching ability, and um, that that was not the way it is supposed to be. You boast, you boast in the Lord. So that wraps up chapter 10 for us of, of 2 Corinthians. Uh, tomorrow evening, which will be September 27th, we'll jump into chapter 11. We're going to try to cover the first 15 verses. I'm not sure if we'll quite get that done. But if you want to take a look at that before class and join us, um, again, it's 2 Corinthians 11, verses 1 through 15. We'd love to have you. Remember, we have a meal at 6 o'clock, followed um, by classes for all ages. 
um, at 7 o'clock. So come join us. We would absolutely love to see you. Have a good rest of your day.